Good morning, travel industry and uh, everybody who's listening. This morning where Airbnb is going to do its IPO, arguably the biggest IPO the travel industry has ever seen, I wanted to give my thoughts on what this day and what Airbnb has meant professionally to Skift, to the company that I and the whole of Skift team has built over the last eight and a half years, and uh, what is meant to me personally as well. It's a company that we've followed very, very closely since the start of Skift for all the reasons you can imagine. It was an emerging company. We were new. We sort of saw parallels in what was happening with the company and its influence in the industry and the larger world to our growth and our influence in the travel sector as well. So it's a very interesting and a mixed emotions day for for me as well. And I think everybody at Skift who's covered it, including my co-founder Jason, who really was the first journalist to start asking the hard questions in any type of media really on what is Airbnb's effect on cities. We used, since we were based in New York when we started and we obviously were, were had our headquarters in New York until COVID hit, we took New York as the mirror to the larger issues that Airbnb had, Airbnb and short-term rentals had on cities and uh, the good, bad and ugly cases. In fact, the first story that Jason did um, a few months into Skiff launching, I think it was probably just over a year since we launched that we did a giant deep dive on the good, bad and ugly cases of Airbnb in New York City. And that had such a big impact. It was a big data dive on uh, on what percent of listings uh, were illegal according to New York law. And that had such a giant impact that everybody from New York Post to Times to Journal, others covered it. And then we also followed up a few months later with an actual formal deep dive. We worked with a data company to mine all the Airbnb listings uh, in New York and did tons of charts on super hosts versus what actually weren't called super hosts back then, but multiple listings under a single person. So created a huge impact. The company was not used to being asked the hard questions. The tech press, the startup press was very fawning. The mainstream press didn't know how to put their arms around it. For them, it was, oh my God, this company that's that that is you know helping people make money uh, through their homes or uh, you know strangers staying in 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 um, other people's houses. They couldn't f- have the nuances of the coverage, and uh, so we were the first ones that really started asking the hard questions. The company did not like it. It was a young Silicon Valley brash company. The PR there was early in its own journey of understanding who this company Skift was. And uh, in many ways, uh, Brian, um, the CEO and founder, Brian Chesky and the co-founders um, and the PR people hated us for a long time. I think they, they we, we heard through different... Uh, sources close to them that they um, thought that we were out to get them that we had an agenda which we didn't we were we were a journalism focused company covering the business of travel and airbnb as the exemplar of what the future of travel could be so somebody had to ask the hard questions and it was us so it took a long time for us to build sort of an official 
uh, editorial relationship with them. Um, it was only when Chip Connolly was hired uh, as the head of hospitality, they brought in what they called and and what they called Chip, which was a modern elder, to give wise counsel to the to the young founders that that we started building an editorial relationship with Airbnb, and Chip was was quite responsible for that because he was he'd been reading Skip for a long time before that as well, or at least from the start, and. Um, and over the years, we've built a relationship. We've also built a business, commercial relationship with um, Airbnb. They've spent money with us on advertising, but we've obviously never let up on our uh, spotlight, good and ba- good and 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 critical on the company. We're very very um, appreciative of its sense of design of of what it brought to the world in terms of branding. Um, one of the, I think the smartest things that it did was to never position itself as a travel startup, which in many ways is the kiss of death for a lot of early stage travel startups because they get trapped in that circle of, insular circle of travel startup world and, you know, travel tech and um, the VCs that are that are all the same VCs that give the same advice and, and same type of growth strategies, etc. It always stayed on the outside, build a larger global super brand as, as the former... CMO of um, Airbnb, Jonathan Mildenhall, which was who was responsible early on for bringing that um, big company super brand ethos to the to Airbnb. Um, he used to call it that we want to make Airbnb the super brand, uh, which uh, obviously it 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 is now in so many ways an iconic verb uh, that any of the other competitors or previous vacation rental companies have not been able to uh, to do so um, it's an iconic company it has uh, changed how people travel it has changed how uh, people used to view what used to be called sharing economy now obviously it's not that it's it's short-term rentals and and it's a it's no longer the alternative hospitality it is mainstream hospitality it's made um, a lot of people's life, both from a host perspective as well as from a from a guest perspective, a lot richer in in dollars as well as in terms of experiences. Obviously, tons of issues that have emerged with Airbnb. All of them legitimate regulation, taxes, its effects on cities, particularly in dense areas where the rents have risen as a result of of of, of people um, renting apartments and putting them on Airbnb. That's a real issue uh, the push and pull has happened we've covered every bit and piece of it over the last eight nine years of our existence um, the company has matured a lot it's it's given up some of its early brash um, uh, disrupted any cost mentality it could have easily been uber but it wasn't um, it could have easily been we work but it didn't happen to it I think the founders, all three of them, were more grounded and soulful, and they hired um, people like Chip and others that gave them wise counsel. The the investors, um, including Paul Graham from Y Combinator, uh, through which Airbnb first came on as a startup, gave them wise counsel on on how to ground themselves and not become that prototypical, brash Silicon Valley company. Um, and it's avoided most of the pitfalls, not all of them, but most of the pitfalls along the way uh, as a result of it. 
So all in all, um, it will go down as one of the greatest companies, I think, in travel industry, um, in history, at least so far as it's written. And uh, and it well deserves it um, in many different ways. From a, from a personal perspective, uh, I've stayed at, I think probably must have been close to 100 Airbnbs, maybe more. Um, in my lifetime, uh, I started doing that early. We've traveled my, uh, since our kid was born, now six years old, almost our son, my wife and I, um, we, we, we booked a hotel the first time after he was born, realized just, I don't know what we're thinking, um, after he went to sleep at seven in, in the evening and then we had to wheel him into the the uh, bathroom for us to, uh, for him sleeping before we were able to get um, room service to have dinner, et cetera, et cetera. We just, that was the first and last time we did that on our own. Uh, we booked a hotel every time since we have traveled, we've, we've booked an Airbnb or equivalent um, short-term rental. Nine times out of 10 was an Airbnb. And um, a full house that has enriched our lives as a family. Personally, when I've traveled for business, um, nine times out of 10 of, of if if I had a choice, I would, if for, for a company trips, et cetera, I would book an Airbnb. A couple of times in Singapore, two or three times that I've been for work. The rest of the company um, may have stayed at hotels. I booked an Airbnb um, and um, was richer for it. And uh, uh, I think it opened up, having grown up as an immigrant in India, for me, staying in strangers' houses or different types of housing was not an issue. You sort of roll with the punches. Um, but also you become an expert Airbnb picker in many ways if you use it enough. And um, I would say that out of you know ninety percent, maybe ninety five percent of our of my Airbnb picks have been good to decent, decent to to, to great. Um, maybe one or two times I remember one time in in um, upstate New York we booked a, a fall trip um, from New York and it was uh, not the best experience and it was then I realized I was looking at the photos wrong and obviously the the host didn't really disclose that well um, there was an instance where I felt there are a couple of instances where I felt that the host because of uh, us being brown and Muslim etc um, didn't accept our booking and uh, a bunch of stories came I tweeted it and then BuzzFeed and many others did stories based on that in their larger issues of Airbnb and and some of the hosts displaying racism in, in terms of not getting people of color to stay in their houses. So short of that, we've had incredible experiences staying personally. And I, um, the the ease of use of Airbnb has, has increased. Obviously, it's become more expensive in the pandemic as well, uh, just because the demand is there so much. Um, so we haven't used it as, I haven't used it as much in the last, just this year. Some of the fees, etc., have, uh, I would humbly say I've gotten out of hand. Um, but in general, uh, my favorite experience that I had in Airbnb with my wife and son, I think he was three years old then, uh, was when we went to Faroe Islands and we stayed at an Airbnb, this beautiful house where um, this Faroese couple, husband, wife, their kids were already um, old enough and left. Um, in fact, they were out of the country at that point. Uh, they were they they moved downstairs for us to live upstairs in their beautiful, well appointed, very kid friendly. Um, had a crib and all, 
and um, the the host, the woman knew that we were gonna come around 9 p.m. Um, local time uh, to the apartment to the house, which was late enough that most of the restaurants in that town were closed. So she cooked us. She asked us if I can cook something, and and I said if you can cook fish for us. And she cooked fish for us, left it. It was hot. We met her, obviously, when we checked in. She cooked rice for us. And that, we were there for, I think, two weeks um, in Faroe Islands, maybe 10 days. That ended up being our best, our first and best meal that we ate on the islands, even though they had the great seafood uh, there as well. So uh, personally, it's been very enriching uh, for me to use an Airbnb. Every time I go to London, I stay in a particular spot in South Kensington so that I can go have my kebabs at Bosphorus Kebabs. I can go to Leon and have my coffee and breakfast. And um, I love South Kensington Station, so I can get anywhere relatively quickly. So um, to say that this has been a journey of sorts for me personally through these years with Airbnb and for Skift as a company as well, uh, would be an understatement and 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 uh, I congratulate obviously the whole company and and the founders as well and you know we will as Skift continue to cover it don't expect any leniency from us I know the PR uh, we keep continuing to have the push and pull with the PR team as well as, as executives we've had challenges getting them to speak at our conferences because they many times the PR thinks that we ask the hard questions but that is our job we won't be uh, easy tech conference where the founders go and get fawning questions. We will ask the hard questions, but we will ask fair questions. We'll always continue to have fair coverage of the company and particularly needed in a, in a company that's that iconic and that influential in not just in travel, but in the larger business as well. So those are my relatively brief, not so brief thoughts on Airbnb and its IPO and what that journey for Airbnb as well as a parallel journey for us covering it uh, has meant. All right, looking forward to the next uh, phase. I think this is the first, I would say the first book has closed on the company. And now um, the next book will be written at some point. Maybe Skift will write the actual physical book on the most definitive book on Airbnb, but um, more to come on that. Thank you again.